What three things do we have to connect with to be truly successful? Well, today's guest is about to let us know just that. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Push it out. What the hell's up, my fellow driven dark horse entrepreneurs? My name's Tracy Brinkman, and I'm here to help us all level up our game. But you knew that, right? Well, in case it's your first time here and you are a driven dark horse entrepreneur, then I promise you, you came to the right damn spot. If you're the type of person that is committed to not just winning, but dominating your personal and business game, no matter what, I mean, no matter what odds are stacked against you, no matter who does or or who doesn't believe in you, you are hungry to win beyond measure. It's like that healthy obsession inside you. Well, then you came to the right spot because we're going to turn this into the number one resource for driven dark horse entrepreneurs. And if that's you, then go on down below and hit that subscribe button. That way you'll get every episode that drops every Monday morning. Heck, go on ahead while you're down there. Leave us a five-star review while you're at it. And certainly, share this podcast with other business owners and entrepreneurs that you think would enjoy listening. Now, let's get started. All right, my fellow Dark Horses, today's guest is widely regarded as one of the top business mindset and networking coaches in the world. He teaches his clients how to build and create the exact relationship they need to connect to their dreams, to their message, as well as to their marketplace. For the last decade, he studied the science of achievement and has been personally mentored by the legendary Les Brown. I I grew up reading this guy, so we're going to have to get him chat a little bit about that. He's currently the host of the Million in You podcast dedicated to helping people uncover their inner greatness. Now, he's worked with some of the world's most, most powerful celebrities, influencers, thought leaders, millionaires, and billionaires, all looking for the same thing, that power of connection to create the life of their dreams. Uh, his clients, to, you know, to name a few, Les Brown, Akon, Bob Proctor, Blackburn Rovers, Onyx Singal, and we were just chatting about that a little bit ago. I mean, the list goes on and on. I actually went to his website, and the list literally goes on and on. I mean, students across five continents. He's the producer of two feature-length films and the former co-owner of the Trinidad Knight Riders. Uh, it, if that, as if that's not enough, he's devoted himself to other causes. He was a big brother for two years, a volunteer of free arts for abused children. And then for the past five years, he's volunteered for the Starkey Hearing Foundation, who's focused on giving free hearing aids across the globe. And, you know, last but not least, and I can relate to this one, the father of two beautiful children. So let's give a roaring Dark Horse welcome to John Tallarico. Welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur, John. Welcome. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me. Wow, that was a great introduction. I am so honored to be here with you. Really, it's it's a great privilege and a pleasure. I'm glad to have you here. Actually, I've uh, checked out, obviously, your uh, podcast and dug into a couple of those episodes. And the one that hooked me, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, it, it was the Les Brown one. It's like I grew up reading and listening to Les Brown in some of my darker days. He put him and the Brian Tracys and the Jim Rohns of the world, as well as, you know, obviously, Anthony uh, Tony Robbins. 
pulled me out of some dark spot. So when you had him on your show, I was like, all right, John's a man I got to listen to. He hooked me from the beginning. So uh, I want to step back from the mic and let literally hand it to you and, sure. and let you tell your story, kind of you know, where you where you come from, what you went through, why you're doing what you're doing, and why you love it so much. Yeah, no, definitely, Tracy. Thank you very much. And it was quite an honor to have Les Brown. He was my inaugural guest on my show. And it just, we'll get to that in a minute, but it just goes to show you that this stuff that you and I are doing, what you're doing out there, it really works when you apply the principles. I'll just back up for a minute. I grew up in good old Flint, Michigan. Um, back in the time, boy, uh, my parents got divorced when I was seven years old. That was a time when that was really uncommon back then. So it was not the best of upbringings. My parents were divorced by seven. Uh, my brother and I lived with our mom. She kind of... Not the best of times. She was on welfare and food stamps. My dad was hanging doors on the assembly line. So it was, I think at that moment, Teresa, I realized I, I wanted something better. A um, couple of years after that, I spent um, with my mom's um, boyfriend's daughter babysitting me and doing some things that babysitters aren't supposed to be doing to, to young kids. So that really sure. set in motion a very destructive teenage path. And yet it was all a secret, Tracy. On the outside, I was the perfect child, very quiet. On the inside, I was just suffering and pain and depressed and angry and, and confused. Started drinking alcohol at age 12 and just was really struggling to try and understand what had happened and how I could fit in. And yet I somehow had my guardian angel. That was my grandmother. And you know what? She was the one who every Sunday night made me listen to a gentleman named Mr. Les Brown on the radio back yes. then at the Unity Church in Detroit. And every Sunday there was that message of hope. And I would listen to him and think, there has to be something better for me. I know something, God, the universe has something better in store for me. And I just kept listening to that. And I promised her one day that I would meet that man. And from there, I poured myself into school and that was my saving grace. And I used my education to get myself out of, out of Flint, Michigan. So I ended up going to college and uh, moving out to Southern California where I went to graduate school. And from there, I always kind of had the entrepreneur spirit. Every, every job I took, I got fired. So I, I realized early on that I was not uh, made out for the nine to five thing or, or answering to somebody because every time I tried to you know, get excited and implement some great ideas and all that, I was, I was told, you know, you're too young for that. Wait your time, get out there on the street and keep, you know, keep selling, keep selling. Hey, your so dues, had, right? <laughs> Yeah, so in my 20s, I, I had a couple up and down um, unsuccessful ventures. I started my own printing business that didn't work out so well. And in the meantime, I had this almost like this other life, which was kind of the drinking and uh, yeah, experimenting with drugs. And, and really, it was almost like a secret life. And that was it was a very destructive time. I ended up going and checking myself in for a while and trying to get myself sorted out about what I really wanted out of life. But I never forgot and I always would, used to go back to that time where my grandma had me listening to Les Brown. And then I started reading other books, thinking we're rich. I read Ogmandino back then. And I always knew that, Tracy, there was some reason why I was here, why I was here, why we're all here. And that's to do something with, with our life. So I never gave up hope. Even in some of the darkest, darkest, darkest days, I never gave up and knew that if I just persevered, uh, something would change. And it was probably, I'll just fast forward a little bit. It was probably The Secret came out. I saw Bob Proctor and I was just blown away by that movie, Joe Vitale. And a lot of the people in that film, and it started, 
reigniting something in me about, wow, really, if I can figure out how to master this thing between my, my ears, if I can learn how to control those thoughts, then I can really attract anything I want if I just take action. That, you know, a lot of people watch The Secret, they, they miss the other part of the message. You can't just sit back and wait for it. You actually have to then take action right. to go attract that thing that, which you want. So I started going to some of these seminars, listening to less, going to seminars that Bob Proctor was teaching, learning about online marketing where I could travel the world. I love traveling. Where how could, But I started figuring out, if I don't figure out a way to make money while I'm traveling, I'm going to go broke, broke Tracy. Right. So I said, let me manifest a way how I can travel the world, meet amazing people, and get paid handsomely to do it. And it took a while. 2009 was probably the lowest part of time of my life. I was working for one of the top online marketers at the time. And, and I woke up December 1st, 2009. I remember the day, I remember the text, dear fire. My wife and I at the time were living in Whitney, Texas. And we had three weeks. We were thrown out pretty much on the street, no money. And just, I had to borrow money and go. We ended up moving to a motel in, in Atlanta for a good month. And again, I would always go back to my grandma's words that you, you, uh, you're destined to do something great with your life. Don't ever give up. And I, started listening to less again. I started listening to Bob Proctor and, and I started taking action, Tracy. That's the important thing is I just started, I didn't know what was going to happen. I just knew that I had to stop feeling sorry for myself and stop blaming everybody. I was so angry. I was a, a victim, you know, and yet the day that I said, looked in the mirror and said, I'm here because of the choices I made, that was the most freeing day of my life. And that's when things started to turn around. It really started to explode. And then the last decade is, just been an amazing time, relationships, partnerships, adventures uh, that I would have never thought possible 10 years ago. And so now here we are. You're right. I had Les Brown on my podcast as guest number one. I'm business partners with Les. He's a client of mine. I am also very close in business partners with Bob Proctor and been able to build and, and connect with some of the most amazing people around the world. So it's, it's been a great journey. Yeah, yeah, clearly it has. Now, I think one of the things that I want to pivot back to for a minute, and you you mentioned it a couple of times, was uh, when you when the secret came out, and I enjoyed that movie as well. And I I think I think you and I are probably at that same level. It's like I enjoyed that, and it was like I was watching it and going, all right, this is cool. I get it. It resonated with me. But uh, I actually had my daughter sitting there with me, and she was probably. 17 at a time she's like what what if you just sit there and think things they're going to come to you i'm like well yes and no i mean if you think the the if you send out the vibrations that's step one i think step two is the taking action and i think that's the step you mentioned that most people miss and what's funny is uh for the longest time prior to that coming out uh, i used to sign all my emails think successfully tracy brinkman and after that I changed it to think what it is now where it says think successfully and take action, Tracy Brinkman. So it's like if you do one and not the other, um, you're not going to do it. Like if you just take action and aren't thinking successfully, the action you're taking is probably not going to be as good. And then on the flip side, if you're just thinking successfully but not taking any action, probably not going to get what you're looking for uh, there either. Thoughts? No, 100%. I agree with you 100%, Tracy. And that's why when I teach now, I talk about the most important thing, the most basic foundation is that you have to get your mind right. And with, when you get your mind right, anything is possible. But until you do that, 
I don't care what your message is. I don't care what industry, what niche you're in. You're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. You have to understand, first of all, why are you getting the results you're getting? And it's because of your subconscious programming. And most people don't want to look at or understand that. They'd, re- they'd rather watch uh, binge out on Netflix or, you know, they don't like to, you know, deal with today. We've got so many people who love, uh, you know, playing fantasy football. But they're not even <laughs> in, in, in today. They checked out on that and between right. that and social media. So yeah. you have to get your mind right. And how do you do that? Well, first of all, you have to look at the results you have in your life and ask yourself, why am I getting this? Well, you have to understand it's because of the choices you made. Looking back, you have to understand it's your programming. So then how do I change that? Well, you have to use what most people never use because it gets beaten out of us as we get older, our imagination. We function from our five senses, what we can see, touch, hear, taste, and smell. But where the real magic and gift in life is, lies in our intuitive factors, Tracy, in, in our intuition uh, that that people call it your gut feeling. Uh, that's that's God, universe, whatever, you, mother moon, whatever you believe in. That is your higher sense talking to you and guiding you. Our imagination, the greatest gift ever created. And yet we get told as we get older, stop daydreaming, stop daydreaming Tracy. Stop looking out the window, right? Pay attention. Amen. Yeah, I hear you there. I think I think that's a that, that's a great that's a great spot right there. That gut feeling. There's so many uh, folks I've talked to. They just they had that that gut feeling, that drive, that inner push. I've have to do this because. And the because is you know probably their story brought them all these reasons. Your story brought you your reasons. You know from your grandma to the things that happened. You know with your babysitter and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You had to do these things because ABC. You made the promise to meet less to your grandma, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, and on, the, on again, back on the flip side, if you got that bad mindset, that that ne- I won't say negative mindset because it in someone's reality it might not be negative to them, but it's the mindset that's not all positive. Um, and I think the other piece of that is that mindset of not taking ownership, right? Because usually. In, Please, I'm going to hand this back microphone back over to you. It's like when you take control of that gut feeling and let it out and whether that's taking those steps and having that, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get, here's the results I'm hoping for. And whether you get those results or not, at least you're taking that step forward. You're owning that. You're taking that responsibility versus, well, the reason I'm like this is because my parents were fat and we didn't have money and we I grew up in this place and I didn't have all these great resources and I suck I suck whatever it is you're you're not taking that ownership and that responsibility right 100% Tracy that's probably the biggest thing that stops everyone is that they want to blame somebody else cuz I did it for years I did it for decades well I'm this way because of what she did to me. I'm this way because of where I grew up. Or I'm this way because my, you know, my parents got blah, 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 blah. It's a story we tell ourselves. And it gets so ingrained in our subconscious mind that we, we don't even realize. It's almost like we run our life on autopilot. So the first thing you have to do is you have to have awareness. Before you can take action, you have to have awareness. Okay, what is running my life? And that goes to a time where you have to just sit down in, in quiet without your phone, without any distractions, and look at, okay, I'm here where I'm at because of the choices I made. 100% responsibility for everything in your life. Then you try to find the, the lessons in everything. 
Harvests are good. Harvests are good. This is a perfect example of what we're going through right now, of this situation uh, that's going on around the world. I can guarantee you, because it's happened for me, I've spent more time with my children than I have in, since they've been born in the last five years. Amen. I'm sure mothers and fathers have spent more time with their kids in this four months of this you know, situation than they have at any other time. I can guarantee you that we've hopefully all come to learn that the richest stuff in the world is the things that don't cost any money. Our uh, money can't buy it. Yeah. yeah. You can't buy that. If people trade a, you know, one of their $10,000 handbags for a $5 mask these days. So the things that really matter, Tracy, and hopefully we can find the good in this is that the, the earth, the universe, God is waking us up to get back to what's important, love for each other, respect, kindness, sincerity, freedom. That's, that's what matters. Amen. Amen. I hear you there. So I want to I wanna do a quick uh, pivot over here to one thing that you tend to focus on, and that's that power of connecting. And you actually call out connecting to yourself, to your message, and to your market, uh, which is a really, uh, I was like, well, I, I've got to hear what his thoughts on. I know it is from my perspective, but I want to hear your perspective of how you uh, resonate with that. Sure. Sure. Well, let's take the first one, uh, Tracy, which I call connecting to yourself. And that's really connecting to your, to your mindset and what it is you want out of life. Most people don't know what they want because they don't take any time to think. They'd rather just, you know, die than think. I think Carol Nightingale said that most people would rather die than think. Right. We have to sit down and ask yourself, what do I really want out of life? And we have to know that anything is possible. So we have to take the time to connect to ourselves. And what is it we want to do while we're here? What is it that ignites you and excites you every morning when you get out of bed so that you want to just, and you don't care about the money. You do it because you love it. And then what you'll notice is the money takes care of itself. So the first thing you have to do is connect to yourself, connect to the right mindset, knowing that anything's possible, connect to your imagination and let it just wander and write down and just the most outlandish things you think that you can't do because you can and have be and achieve anything you want. So after you connect to that and figure out what it is you really want, you have to get clear on how you're going to present that to the market. So I, I wanted to get my message out there because I want to help and teach people. And I set an intention three years ago. I was very clear. I want to have the number one rated podcast in the country that helps people find their inner greatness and helps them to bring it out. So then you got to connect to your message. You got to be very clear about what it is. What happened for me a lot of times is you, we have that shiny object syndrome, Tracy. We start following this thing, and the next thing you know, we're doing over here doing that, and then you get another email with another great piece of copy, and you get sucked into that sales funnel, right? And then you're off of doing, next thing you know, you're doing e-commerce, and then the next thing you know, you're doing a Shopify store, and, and it's Amazon, and then it's, uh, what else? Everyone's got, uh, well, even I have one, but everyone has a master class these days, and um, it's just, everyone's all over the place. So get very clear. You'll notice with Les Brown, he does one thing. He's the best in the world at it. There is none better. Look at Bob Proctor. He does one thing. He's been doing it for 58 years. There's no one better on the planet than teaching, thinking we're rich, and understanding the mindset of what it takes to be successful. And success is not about money. It's about doing what you love. Right. That's what success is for me. No, so I you can't. Go ahead, Tristan. No, no, I was going to say, you're absolutely you were, you were spot on there. But go, go right ahead. Continue. Yeah, so then the third one is, so you connect to the mindset, okay, change your thinking. Then you connect to the message, what is it I want, and I'm not going to stop and take no for an answer. I'm going to drown out all the negative thinking, replace those 
in my subconscious mind with positive messages, gratitude, reinforcement every day. And then third, how do I connect to the market? How do I, and this is where I bring in networking. How can I work with others so that we can create a win-win situation where we, we all can get what we want? Because there's no, supply is infinite. It doesn't mean that just for me to be successful on my podcast, Tracy, you have to be unsuccessful at yours. For me to get money doesn't mean someone else has to lose money. It's abundance everywhere. So then how do you build relationships? How do you connect with other people? Well, you do that by offering value and, and doing what I call little things for big connections. You do, you take an interest in people, not because you want something from them, but because you want to do something for them. So that's how I built my relationship with Bob Proctor. That's how I built my relationship with Les Brown. They didn't know me five years ago, Tracy. And now I am doing a weekly uh, teaching call with Les. He was the first guest on my podcast. He's a client of mine. And Bob, Bob Proctor, one of the things I did for him that helped build that relationship is hanging in the wall of his office. I've been there. I've got a testimonial and endorsement from him. And we've done millions of dollars in business together. So when you set the intention of wanting something and you do it from an unselfish place where you're willing to give value first, let go, let go of the attachment and see what happens. And you know, it's a, it's a beautiful ride when you just have that unwavering faith and trust. Tracy. Hey man, I, I know I've, uh, I've, I've been a big fan of that message of, don't get me wrong. You know, money's like Zig says, money is ranked right up there next to oxygen, right? Yes. Um, I've been without it and I've been with it and I'd rather be with it, but it's not the end all be all of existence. I mean, if I, I know if I lost everything I had today, I would probably still have uh, my amazing wife. I would definitely still have my two beautiful daughters and that's it. That's all I need. Everything else I can rebuild from there. Uh, money is just a byproduct of taking that ownership and making those connections with people. Uh, so many people out there, I think you might agree that they're looking for that quick buck. So they're looking for that next get rich quick scheme. And that comes with that, uh, you know, the shiny object and the great copywriting out there. But man, if you can, if you can build those connections and, and I think, one of the greatest things that's out there is uh, networking opportunities. You know, I know you and I are in a group together. That's how I met you in the first place. Um, and if I got nothing else um, from that networking opportunity, I mean, there's lessons that are coming with it. But if I got nothing else, the opportunity to meet gentlemen like you and Brian and I can't remember the other, there's a couple other guys that are in there, meeting all those folks, Tony as well, was worth the, worth the price of admission. So making those connections is, is a huge piece of things and building relationships because we all, I think we've all burnt bridges that were like, damn, if I hadn't have done that, I could go make a great offer to them and they would, they would need it. But if you burn that bridge, there's no offer to be made, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. No, Tracy, that's another thing I teach is that you have to have the mindset. I don't believe in a six degrees of separation. The world has changed. Things are too quick now. I teach a mindset of what I call two people removed. And I show example after example of where I can get to anybody in the world through one or two connections. Just like, and, and that's how quick uh, your life can change. A month ago, we didn't know each other, Tracy. You're literally now one person away from speaking to Les Brown or Bob Proctor, let's say. Right. It's, it's, that's how magical life can be when you start to use your imagination 
get clear on what you want and, and start to work toward it. Yep. Amen. And, and like you said, you know, connect with yourself, connect with your message, connect with your market and build those and build those connections. Uh, I'll say daily, right? Yes. Get up in the morning and, and keep redoing it. Uh, I, I want to do a quick, Total 180 here because sure. when, I was, when I was going through your bio and I saw the filmmaker piece of it, I, I thought that was really cool. I have another friend, Rick um, uh, Cohen, out in Southern California, who's uh, made a name for himself in the in the film world. And uh, here's my one canned question for this time with us together. I know we just been yes. uh, chatting organically here, but and I know I knew you've made a documentary, but if you could make a documentary today about any person or any topic, what would it be about and why? Very easy question, Tracy. That would be a, a documentary on the life of Abraham Lincoln. Oh. Because of what what yeah. he was able to accomplish. Uneducated, uh, born in a log cabin, and what he went on to achieve, knowing that he would probably, I'm sure he knew in some level that he would lose his life for it. But what he did for mankind, he freed the slaves, saw the injustice that was done to, to other people and rose to the greatest heights and is now known as probably, for me, the greatest president of all time. I just think it's a fascinating story and, and a great inspiration. And that's that's an easy one, Tracy. Yeah, that's it's funny you mentioned that my, uh, my father-in-law is actually in the uh, uh, political collector's world and he's been doing it since he's like 19, it's 80 now. So he's been, he's been at this a while and uh, that was one of his guys that he focuses on. He focuses on Kennedy um, mm-hmm. and then Lincoln are a couple of the, the guys he dig in. And you, you get him started. We were out visiting the uh, out in Pennsylvania, visiting, visiting Valley Forge, and we were taking the guided tour. And the gentleman was saying, and over here happened this and, and this happened there. And all of a sudden, Grandpa would go yeah. into this story. Oh, well, you forgot about this. And, you know, for 15 <laughs> minutes, he'd be sharing this amazing story. <laughs> and you're like, Wow, you know, just that's just it, just clicks in his head, and the uh, tour guide was like, "I need to be taking notes here because I need to be <laughs> sharing this with other folks." It's, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. One of the great stories out there, and there's so many of them, right? I mean, how do you pick one? But obviously, this is a, is a great example. Yeah, uh, John, I want to be mindful of your time, and I definitely appreciate how you've been hanging out. But if there is one tip or one takeaway for our entrepreneurs out there you'd want them to sure. walk away from this episode with? Uh, share that, please. I would say that you evaluate your results and then look at why you're getting the results that you're getting in your life and then know that those can change. And they can change by having the awareness that you have to change your subconscious programming in your life. And that when you do that, when you start to live your life from your intuitive factors, when you have the unwavering faith in the things that you cannot see in your intuition, your imagination, your, your reason and will, when you start to live from that place, you can open yourself up to a world of magic and beyond your greatest dreams. One of my favorite books is by Neville Goddard, The Power of Awareness. And he talks about living from the end. And he says, determined imagination is the beginning of all miracles, living from the end. So start acting as if your dream is already happening. The problem is most people forget to dream. They've numbed themselves out. So don't, the one piece of advice, don't ever stop dreaming. Reignite that imagination. Get back to that feeling and uh, desire of when you were a little kid about all those things that you wanted to do in your life and know that you can still do them. There's still time. 
Amen. That brings us full circle. You were mentioning that earlier. So before I let you go, where can everyone find you? Where they can find John and all his goodness at? Yeah, Tracy, you can go to John Tellerico, J-O-N-T-A-L-A-R-I-C-O.com, John Tellerico. And please, would love it if they tuned into the Million and You podcast. Uh, you know, subscribe, write a nice uh, review, give us a five-star rating if you're finding the stuff uh, useful, as I know a lot of people have been. And yeah, you can find me there, Tracy. All right. I'll definitely make sure all those links are in there as well as uh, the links for your podcast. All right. John, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Tracy. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. All right. That was John Tellerico. Man, what gems. He's just sitting here dropping knowledge bombs. So here are three thoughts I wanted to share with you. Thought number one, John like so many, was able to pull himself of what could have been a very destructive childhood. I mean, he threw himself into something and it, it aided him in the long run. In John's case, it was his education. He used his education to pull himself up and out of where he was at. So tell me, what skills, honed or raw, do you have that you could use to level up your game? I mean, are you good at planning? Can you see those detailed steps that need to be taken to get from point A to point B? Are you good at marketing? Can you see or, or hear inside your head that cool message for a product or service that you're working in or working on? Or are you more kinetic and you can feel where something is wrong and you're able to guide it to a better resolution? You see, whatever skill you have, and trust me, we all have at least one that we take for granted. Whatever it is that's inside you, level it up and level yourself up and your business up. Thought number two. John was walking that tightrope, or I would even say riding that razor blade between two lives. His business life and his party life. You know, the drinking and the drugs, right? Even when those things were battling against each other, he kept reading motivational and educational content and he never gave up hope. Then he figured out if he could master that thing between our ears, we could control anything we wanted to if you just take action. See, that came up again when he was fired. See, things changed because he took 100% responsibility and said, I am here because of the choices I made. Here's the thing, if you're making bank already, you're there because of the choices you made. If you're not making bank already, well guess what? Same thing applies. So the question I pose to you is, are you gonna keep riding your razor blade or start making better choices for your life, for your relationship, and for your business? Like John says, I'm gonna quote, until you get your mind right, you're not going to be successful, unquote. I think he hit the nail on the head there. Certainly not in a fulfilling way anyway. Thought number three, connecting. Connecting to yourself and your mindset. Connecting to your message and connecting to your market. Connecting to yourself. See, you got to take the time for those introspective questions. Who are you at your core? Who do you want to become? What do you want to do while you're here? What sets you afire inside? What would you do 24-7, 365, even if you weren't being paid for it? 
write it all down, right? Break out a journal, a piece of paper, a crayon, whatever, a whiteboard. Write it all down and do not filter yourself. Put the pedal to the metal and fast track all your dreams and wishes onto that paper, onto that computer screen, onto that whiteboard so that you can start connecting to them and to yourself. Now that you have that, how are you going to present that to the market? What's your ultimate goal? To teach people? To help them level up? To help them make money? To find inner peace? Build a faster car? Find the love of their life? What is your ultimate goal? Get clear on what you want to do to connect with your message and to connect your message to your market. Now, connect to the market. Here, you're going to want to work with others in a way to create a win-win solution. You're going to have to bring your value to them so they'll see that how working with you will get them what they want. It's like we talked with uh, Tiffany in episode four when we were talking to Tiffany's tombs. It's not the golden rule you want to apply. It's the platinum rule with a little business twist. Do, don't, you don't want to work with people the way you want to work with them. You want to work with people the way they want you to work with them. Bring your value and 10x it when you bring it and bring it with face and, and trust me, it will come back to you 100 fold. And oh yeah, of course, never stop dreaming. What lessons did you, did you learn? Whatever they were, take a minute and write them down and then put them in your calendar. Figure out a time when you can implement a couple of things. One thing that you learned today, whether it was from this podcast or not, take a minute to write it down, put it in your calendar and say, all right, Friday at two o'clock, Monday at one o'clock, whenever it is, I'm going to implement this idea. All right. And then get back to me. Let me know what ideas you gleed from this and how you put them into action and what results you saw. Email me at Tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. I want to hear. And I'll leave you with that until I talk to you again. I leave you like I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.